Hi everyone and welcome to the 42nd episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm joined by Astaris. Hey guys. Fozzie. Hey. And last but not least, Colin. Most importantly, not least, greetings and salutations people. That was very excitable. I'm easily excitable. Apparently so. I'm quite quite hyper right now actually. And that's good because as we mentioned on the last show, today's show is going to be a show dedicated entirely to questions. And we have some very interesting questions in there. Do we have any strange ones? Yes. Awesome. The strange and the wonderful. Yep. The more interesting. So, uh, as always, this show is part of the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union series, which is presented by Gaming, the Gaming Union Network. And it comes out on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com, and Colin? FF-XIII.net. And speaking of FXN, we'd like to thank Riku Rocks, who posted yes. an awesome video from the bloopers of the last episode. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Awesome. Oh, was so FXN! Perfect. It's been, it's, been, it's been doing the rounds we've been pretty much posting up everywhere so it's gone viral the video's gone viral yeah. it's fantastic yes we it's thoroughly hilarious. appreciate the tribute thank the you tribute. Riku it's Rock. very very nice we, enc- we encourage more of that definitely we'll have to try and say some more weird things so that people can do that oh I believe we <laughs> can do that I think I do I think my best easy. yeah <laughs> okay well I think it's time for us to jump into some questions I will take the first one, I guess. So the first question is from Fang, and she asks, can you guys tell us which was your first Final Fantasy game? Mine would be FF9. Were you a late bloomer, Colin? I don't like the sound of that, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, FF9 was my first game. I think I started playing in like... 99 really really late that's still only when it just came out though yeah why, why did it take you so long well my parents wouldn't buy me a playstation oh poor colin I, ha- I had a game by color and all all i was playing was pokemon <laughs> oh that's that's just not right i had pokemon blue pokemon gold i lost blue though i'm quite upset about that and then you found final fantasy and you forgot yes. all about pokemon and then there was final fantasy 9 best game ever Best game ever. Personally, I think better than FF7. That's my stand. Better than FF7. Okay, well, my first game was actually Final Fantasy VII, and there's a a slightly more interesting story than my parents wouldn't buy me a PlayStation. Not that I'm saying your story wasn't interesting. I'm just saying that mine is slightly more interesting. So, at the time, I didn't really know what an RPG was. I think I was about 11 at the time. I don't know. Either way. So my next door neighbor used to uh, play a lot more games than I did because he had a better PC than I did. And uh, his sister was a flight attendant and she went on uh, a flight to Malaysia and managed to pick up a bootlegged copy of Final Fantasy VII on the PC. Ah, uh, good old Malaysia. They're yeah. all known for their bootlegged Nothing's stuff. legal in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> everything is bootlegged. No, everything's legal as long as you don't get caught. <laughs> and no one ever That's- gets caught. That's the golden rule. Yeah. As with so, other um, things. So she brought that back that copy and it was on three discs. And so I was just watching him play and I was like, what is this? Like, none of the characters are really doing anything. You kind of just walk around and talk to people. What is this? They look uh, like Lego. Yeah, it was, just, it was just a very weird game because I was used to action games where something's happening all the time. 
I didn't really understand the concept of RPGs, but after watching it for quite a while, I was like, actually, this seems quite interesting. Uh, maybe I'll give it a try. So I borrowed the game off him, and but at the time, I was a bit of a, uh, a hardware nut, so I changed my processor in my PC for... 233 megahertz yeah that's wow. how it was yeah I swapped it out Two, I originally three, had a 166 megahertz. megahertz yeah and um, for some reason it caused a hardware conflict so I could never actually get past the opening bombing mission without the game crashing oh no so I played that probably about 20 times <laughs> um, <laughs> that you was fun you must be an expert on bombing the was it? Yeah. Muckle Reactor, yeah. I almost forgot what it was called. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Scorpion boss. Yep. Um, one thing I always remember about it, though, was that it actually had better music than the PlayStation version because it was based on the MIDI your PC had. But anyway, so that's why I Final Fantasy VII was my first one. As were it's my favorite. Uh, I think it had a lot going for it. I think it. the other ones since have played it kind of safe. Seven, I think the good thing about Seven was that it pushed a lot of boundaries. And and that's why I have a a lot more respect for it than, say, the ones that have happened since. I think Seven is a really good one to get into, to start with. I mean, that was my first one as well. And it just sort of, there's nothing really difficult about it, uh, you know, aside from general progression. Yeah. My first was, uh, I actually didn't know what Final Fantasy was for a long, long time. Um, my brothers were both into it. Uh, my brother Bobby, I remember, uh, I was hanging out in his room one day, and uh, he was playing Final Fantasy VIII, and I was just kind of sitting there doodling, and he was on the Dalit mission, and... Uh, I just remember Keistus being on a machine gun and blowing the poo out of that the big spider, like, bot. spider oh, boss oh, thing. I, I remember that part. I remember seeing that scene, and I was just kind of like, what is this game? So um, after like a couple years, I finally had gotten around to buying a PlayStation. Um, I bought it myself. I... Uh, was originally saving up to get an American Girl doll, and I got a PlayStation instead. Wise Good choice. Choice. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. Um, so uh, my first game was Crash Bandicoot for the actual PlayStation, but in terms of Final Fantasy, it was Final Fantasy VIII was my first one because I recognized the characters on the cover, and uh, it's been my favorite. Like. I didn't get around to playing Final Fantasy VII until much later. I think I did. I think I did it Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy IX, and then started playing Final Fantasy VII. But uh, we're all proving the theory here that the first Final Fantasy is always your favorite. No, I I wouldn't say seven is my favorite. (coughs) I would say eight's my favorite. But at the same time, I was I was I was waiting for the release of eight because I had seven mm. the same year eight was released. So although I played seven first, I was like excited for eight when it was released. I didn't even know it'd come out. I had it pre-ordered. I I just went into a sh- no. My friend came around. And he was like Final Fantasy seven, ca- uh, Final Fantasy eight came out, and I was like, what? Say what? So I just like quickly dashed into town and, and bought it. I had it pre-ordered. It came out like the week of my birthday, so it was my birthday present that year. Aww. Aww. 
See, I was, I was, I was still very, very young, so I, I wasn't aware of these things. Actually, I got pretty freaked out when people were cursing in the game. I was like, "Oh no, I shouldn't be playing this. This is oh. bad." <laughs> Do they swear in eight? I, I, I think know. they I have hashes and stuff. They swear in seven. Yeah, in seven they swear. I was like, "Whoa!" No, okay. it was that part with the with the porno magazine. Remember? Oh, I remember. sets up a porno magazine or something like that. So it was like adult themed. So I was just kind of like, <laughs> this is the first time I'm kind of dealing with this. Um, should I be playing this game or not? <laughs> but I, yeah. I always find it's weird because like for me growing up, the concept of an RPG is so weird because it's all really slow paced and the battle systems are really slow as well. You can pretty much just get through by pressing X. And I just wasn't used to that type of gameplay at all. Because all I've done is play like first person shooters or games action like Command and Conquer. Yeah. Twitch action, Twitch based games. Like Final Fantasy, all those role playing games, it, it's mostly just take your time and play yeah. through it. I, I pretty much got into gaming for Final Fantasy. I mean, I bought my PlayStation off of the back of seeing Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> so I, I, was, I, I, think... I was prepared. <laughs> yeah, I think when I started playing FF9, it, I was quite used to that idea because, you know, Pokemon is pretty much yeah. like Final Fantasy. I still remember so, when Final yeah. Fantasy IX first came out, though, because I didn't know about it. And then um, my one friend uh, from elementary school, he had gotten it for his birthday, and we were just playing it, and I was like, what is this kid with the tail on the back of his head? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I remember I yeah. pre-ordered nine, and um, my next door neighbor who who got me into seven, he came round, and I was like, "Yeah, I just got Final Fantasy nine And he was like five years older than me, so by the time nine came out, he was just like, "Whatever, <laughs> whatever." I don't, I don't care play about games this. anymore. I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> and here we I are, did. like ten years later, still playing games. Times change. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I didn't even know about Final Fantasy IX until I saw it in the store. I was like, whoa, what is this game? That's like a huge giant lizard thing fighting, and you're fighting a long... Oh, no, you're protecting it against like this giant snake-like thing, which was kind of creepy looking. I thought it was a horror game at first. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that one scene in Final Fantasy IX where... Uh, oh, what is it called? It's like... Bulmesia, what's it called? Uh, uh, Burmesia. Yeah, it's like the defeat. Burmesia. The defeat, the defeat in Burmesia, like that one where uh, Kuja kind of leaves you for dead, and you all of your uh, party members are all just kind of sitting and um. Oh yeah, that was so depressing. Just worn down. Oh, but it was so awesome! What a villain exit! Like that was that was epic. That, yeah, that's Kuja for you. the Kuja theme. Uh... Oh yeah, his theme. The mu- He's the so camp, but very, very manly awesome. at the same time. Uh, he is so cool. I thought um, he was a girl at first. You thought he was a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. How can you? Oh, I, I actually did I too. Bra. He does. He is wearing a bra. It, it's true, actually. And he is wearing a metathong. But while we're on the subject of villains, do you want to take the next question, Lauren? Uh sure. Uh, this next question is from Nadia. Who is your favorite villain in the series, and why? Who wants to start this one off? It's a I'm tough still call. Thinking. There's lots of good ones. 
Okay, well, I'll start it off with the most generic response ever. Oh, no. My favorite villain is Sephiroth. <laughs> oh, God. My, it's only because of the way Face that... Palm. Well, if you think about the other games, uh, you know, technically that, that he's the only one. With that much history. Well, it's not so much that. It's It's that, especially in the later games, he's the only one where he actually follows through the entire game. Like, he's the villain from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, he's- like, I mean, it happens in some of the other ones, like Ten is Sin, but no one really cares about Sin. And I think the thing with Sephiroth is, like, you have reasons to hate what him. Well, Nine, there was Kuja. Kuja, mm-hmm. kind of, but I never really yeah. cared that much about Kuja. I don't think he had the same impact. Like, he no, did not, more mean things, not like as poisoning as, the village. Yeah, but I don't I'd, think anybody's as huge as Sephiroth. I mean, no. I... I you, you look at Kuja and like I guess his his comparisons would be then um, Seymour, perhaps Sifa. Uh, what's his mm. name for Final Fantasy VI? Kefka. Kefka. Well, Kefka's pretty wicked as well. Yeah, I just I think Sephiroth is more partially because the story like you never know actually who is who because like the original Sephiroths you meet are actually Genova etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was that whole confusion thing about who Sephiroth really was. And it's like, you never actually... It, it's more about his presence. Like, you know who Sephiroth is. He appears, yeah. but it's not actually him. And the only time you actually fight him is right at the end in the yeah. battle you can't really lose. He's more just like a force <laughs> of evil rather than yeah. a person. Yeah. Which is why exactly. I think that he was the best, because he's there, but he's not there. But he's there the whole way through. See, in that case, he's the best villain of the series but he's not my favorite maybe it's because i prefer a villain that has more of a sense of humor about him like or more of a personality like uh take like, like hercules like hades and hercules like that kind of that kind of personality so i'm thinking i probably i probably would like kefka if i played final fantasy 6 he seems like that kind of like that kind of villain Kef- for me purely because of his laugh perhaps kefka he, is just twisted <laughs> It's that he's, twisted. Yeah, he's really twisted. I love, I love more twisted villains than I do just purely evil because purely evil is just boring for me. Like, um, I love Kuja because he's twisted. I love Seymour because he's extremely. Have twisted. there really been any that are purely evil though? But I don't. But that's the thing. Like, best evil villain, sure. But my favorite, favorite? villain, my favorite villain is more twisted than evil. If that makes sense, hmm. like I just I, think my f- I find more pleasure in it. <laughs> I think for me, like for my, for me as a favorite for a favorite villain, it would have to be someone that's like not really evil, but he's just the antagonist of the of the main character. He's just doing what he believes to be true. Sifa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sifa. Well, see, I haven't oh. pl- I haven't played eight, so I don't know about that. I was gonna say Delita from FF Tactics. Or um, the guy from Tactics Advance. I can't remember uh, his name, though. Yeah. See, with Dolita, he, you see him in the, in the beginning of the of the game, but you don't know if he's the villain. They, he has this history of the main character, and as you progress through the entire game, you find out that he's like going against you, but not because he's evil. Well, it's, I think Tactics has a similar story because uh, in in that you start off with class as classmates with this other guy and then you get transported into another world and he gets transported into a role that is mass power and he doesn't want to leave the role. 
so he starts uh, fulfilling it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, Nine had quite a few different bad guys. And I mean, Garland is pretty evil as well. With Seven, you could also consider, like, would you consider Reno and Root kind of as, they're kind of against you. <laughs> I mean, you They are, but them. they aren't. Yeah, like, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're like... They're doing it just because it's their job. Hojo's mm. more evil than they are. Yeah, yeah. Hojo. Hojo's Hojo one would really be... evil guy. Hojo would be my pick for my favorite in Final Fantasy VII. I mean, even though he kept killing me and I couldn't get past him, yeah, Hojo would definitely be my pick more than Sephiroth. He tried to breed Eris and Red. I thought that was completely wrong. He did. And he came back in Doja Cerberus. Yeah. That was kind of creepy. You can't kill Hojo. Although he no. does get killed in Doja Cerberus, but that's not the point. <laughs> no, he just keeps coming back. He's like oh, a cockroach. No one's ever going to play Dirge of Cerberus. No one cares. <laughs> He's like a cockroach. He just keeps coming back. He's immune to radioactivity. I noticed that no one's mentioning Genesis. Why is that? Because he's, he's not Genesis. really a villain. Really. He's not really a villain. Like he's as evil as Sephiroth is. He's a wannabe villain. <laughs> yeah, he's a That's wannabe what, Sephiroth. It's because he's a clone. Yeah. He's just like, I just want to... He's a I failed experiment. Evil, but I'm not half as evil as Sephiroth. I'm just going to quote my evil. little book here. <laughs> and act oh, really loveless. evil. He needs to go back to villain school. Learn how real Well, trade. he's the reason that Sephiroth went crazy. It's true. But he's just not as... He's not he just as he. I don't think he measures up to Sephiroth as much. Not as badass. Mm. Nowhere near. Yeah. No, as you can see by that battle, that battle that they have between him, Angeal, and Sephiroth. Yeah, it was two on one. Yeah, and Sephiroth well, still prevailed. Moving on to a more light-hearted question, Colin. Yes, we have a question <laughs> from Xvongola13, and his question is, if you had a pet Chocobo, what would you name it? I don't want to say any cliche names. That I was just thinking that. Oh, okay. The, like, the most cliche names are Chocobo and Waka. But yeah, Bako is the one that always just pops in my mind. Bako was in five, I think. Bako's in like... quite a lot of them. He's in eight as well. Yeah. Chocho. Chocho. I like Chocho. Chocho means butterfly in Japanese. Chocho. Because I just come up to them. I'd be, I'd be like, hey, Chocobo. Hey, Chocho. How you doing, Chocho? <laughs> oh, you're so cute. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I'd probably call it something stupid him? like Bob. Mm. Bob. Bob. Simon. Talk about generic. Well, they do bob their heads up and down, so it's very apt, I think. Bobby. Hey, Bobby, come on over here. Or if it's like a really old Chocobo, I name him Yoda. <laughs> and just be like, you are very wise. Quee? And he'd be like... Quee. Quee. Wark. 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 Quee. Quee. That was great, Colin. I, I, I thought there was actually a Wark? Chocobo on the podcast right then. Maybe we do have a Chocobo on the podcast. Maybe it's sitting right next to me. Okay, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. No, <laughs> Sorry to dash everyone's dream, but I don't have Cho-cho. a really Chocobo. Cho-cho is... So I'm going for Bob. Lauren's going for Chocho. Uh, Astaris is going for Keith. <laughs> Colin? I, That's cute. I don't know. I, probably some generic name as well, maybe. You could call it Coco. Uh, Coco? It could be a mini Colin. Name him something cool, like n- name him something cool, like Nebuchadnezzar. That's what I name my goldfish. Nebuchadnezzar. That sounds familiar. What is that from? Nebuchadnezzar. 
It's from Matrix. It's the name of the ship. Oh, probably. Oh, right. The Nebuchadnezzar. But I think it's from something else as well. Oh, no, I think it's, it's a... It's, yeah. Yeah, it's Probably also a biblical reference, if I recall. Oh. oh, I know I know what I'll call my chocobo. I'll call my chocobo Big Boss. <laughs> Will you give it an eye patch? <laughs> I might. I might just look for one that's, like, blind in one well, eye. Well, it doesn't have to be blind in one eye. You can just make it blind by putting <laughs> an eye patch on it. Make it blind? No, but not actually mean. poke its Aww. eye or something. <laughs> just put the eye patch on. He's <laughs> like, come here, Big Boss. chocobo. And he'd probably kick you. He'd probably kill me. Not if you shoot it in the eye. Yeah. I do believe Clear. animal services would be taking our chocobos away from us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, not ours, just Colin's. Just mine. I didn't shoot it. It was a deflected bullet, right? <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, it was accidental. I always think of chocobos more as like horses, like rather than like domestic pets. You know, like how people have horses. It's an emu. Yeah, yeah, but you don't really have, like, an emu in your house, would you? You may do if you lived in Australia or somewhere like that. Actually, my my friend Nick has pet llamas, and they're kind of like chocobos. Except not birds, saw- but they're, like, big creatures that hang out in his backyard. Okay, <laughs> you keep them in, not. like, um, outhouses, um, like stables, don't you? I mean, in Seven, they're in stables, so... Like, on a, on a ranch, like yeah. in Seven. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um... Not something you can have around the house. I think they bump their heads you too much. Have, you could have the mini ones around. <laughs> They'd walk in the door and be you like, chi- dunk. You could have the chickabos. Chickabos. Anyway, okay. uh, do you want to take the next question, Osiris? Okay, the next question is from I 17 and they asked, I'm planning on getting Crisis Core and eventually Final Fantasy VII. Should I play Crisis Core first or the main game? Main well, that's game. an interestingly worded question. If you get Crisis Core first, are you just going to sit there until you get seven? Apparently so. Because okay. I think most people would answer. I Yeah, I'd go with seven first. I always say release order first, foremost. Yeah. I mean, te- technically the story does lead up to seven. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think Crisis Core be... works so much if you haven't played seven. Exactly. They it it seems like if you played that without having any prior knowledge to Final Fantasy seven. Uh, some of the things the game might assume you already know yeah, in definitely. terms of like characters and stories and stuff. So yeah, it's probably your best and interest. I, and I mean, if you play 7 first, then when you play Crisis Core, you realise how much of a Lady of the Night Aerys really is. <laughs> hey, I'm tr- How you I'm, doing? I'm trying to be politically correct here. She certainly has no um, inhibitions when it comes to the opposite sex. <laughs> I think we're, we're all offended here. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're offended. I, I, have very, I have very little respect for Eris and Crisis with... Core. Just, um, you just have to live with it. Eris isn't exactly what... You know, in my opinion, Eris isn't the uh, the dream girl that you epitomised her as. I, I'll, I'll just keep on epitomising her as that dream girl. Well, with that being said, um, let's move on to the next question, which is from Abe. There are a lot of animals and monsters in the world of Final Fantasy. So my question is, have you ever wondered what any of the Final Fantasy animals would taste like if they were real? I have never wondered that. I've never wondered, but I do now. I would have to say chicken, because everything tastes like chicken. That is very true. Everything does taste like chicken. Other than things that aren't Mm. tasting like chicken. I bet a chocobo would taste like chicken. Probably. What about a Moomba? (laughs) You can't eat a Moomba. 
What a... What about shoe puff? <laughs> I can see shoe puff being delicious. That would feed an army. A muggle. Would. would any of you eat a muggle? No. no. Colin. That would be like you. No. That would be like eating your cat. People eat cats in China. Aww. Yeah, but we're not <laughs> in China. As well. <laughs> no, never lose eye contact with your dog in China. Oh, God. Wait, do they eat their own dogs or do they, they just eat dogs. dogs? I don't think they eat their own dogs. There we go. But no. Um, no eating I would, I wouldn't want to know what any of the, um, the Marbo, the, Mar- what are they Marlboro. called? Marlboro. Marlboro. It's like, it, it has the yeah, same name as the cigarette. cigarette brand. Marlboro. Marlboro. Okay. Well, anyways, I wouldn't want to know what they taste like, because they have a thousand eyes, and they look slimy, and they probably poison you and kill you, and so no, no, no. Well, they'd give you cancer. Probably. I bet they taste like octopus. Depends if you're wearing a <laughs> ribbon. Yeah, that's true too. Wear a ribbon when you eat this, guys. It'll save you. <laughs> won't make it taste better, but you won't die. Oh, you won't dear. die. Status inducing. Um, and no, no insects for me, or or the bombs either. What about Those a catachipola? A what? A catachipola. Catachipola. Yeah, they're like the big caterpillars. Oh. Ew. What about those hedgehog thingies? No. What are they called? I forgot what they're called. Uh, hedgehog pies. Hedgehog pies. <laughs> yeah. Bet they taste like pie. Oh, what about <laughs> what about eating a tonberry? Oh gosh. I th- it or would stab cac- your insides at some or a point. <laughs> you get doinked. <laughs> Doink. Oh, dear. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can eat. I I I um I think we should move on. <laughs> 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 So our next question is in Zedfire, and they ask, uh, "Okay, guys, if you could live with any character, who would it be?" We uh, we we had this a little bit before the podcast started, and Astaris was um, thinking of a certain person. Yes, I think I think you all should know by now that I'm an entirely huge Genesis fan, due to who he is based Gek. upon. Basically, exactly. Basically well, he is gagged. In the Japanese one, he has Gak's voice, so therefore he is Gak. And and I'm not going to um, divulge any more of the living arrangements. <laughs> what about Vincent, though? Because isn't Vincent's partially based on Gak, at least modern Vincent? Uh, he's not actually Gak, though. <laughs> no. That's the, that's the, it makes Genesis. all the difference. <laughs> Genesis it has to be is Gak. Vincent can be the next-door neighbour. Yeah, possibly. Who would you guys live with? What? Well, I think the a, a crazy person to live with would be Selfie, just because you oh, never God. know what is going to go on there. Yeah, no, you'd be like, what the heck, Kathy? Hi, guys, I'm going to do some kind of crazy thing today. Yay! <laughs> Yay! I'm on caffeine! I'm on caffeine! You want more Red Bull? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, there's a train! Oh my God, oh my God, I'm Selfie, hi! Yeah, that, no. You'd never be able to sleep, you wouldn't. You should just be like, going on and on and on, you're like, please selfie a minute do you think do you think Irvine likes me do you think I look fat in this dress oh my gosh I don't know <laughs> like uh. okay, I'm well, at the same time she impersonation very very interesting should be way Colin more common wants to, Colin would want to live with Kuja yeah no he would try to destroy me I wouldn't want yeah. to he wouldn't you've just got to tell him that you're his brother and everything will be fine no then he would try to destroy the world <sighs> stop over exaggerating personally I I mean I know 
I know my my apartment will probably never be clean, but um, I would love to live with Rude and Reno, honestly. Just have them as my roommates. I don't think you know? their rooms would be clean either. Maybe Rude, but not Reno. Yeah, no, our apartment our apartment would definitely be, like, stinky. It would be like a hurricane went through it. If, yeah. If we all have if we all have separate rooms and I can keep the living room in order and the kitchen in order, I think it would be Would able... they be sharing a room? Uh, no, we we'd all have separate rooms. Do you think they would like that? Um I don't I don't, th- I, don't th- I don't think they have a choice in the matter. I think they'd get quite upset if they were separated. Well, if they want to if they want to sleep together, that's their business, but I'm going to sleep in my own little room and <laughs> uh just record everything because I do that blog, so if I if I wrote a blog about living with Reno and Rude, I think that would be the funniest thing ever, honestly. Just writing about everything that Reno brings up and everything that they do. And how Rude puts up with it. I know. He does facepalm, doesn't he, in Advent Children? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. He's so that, cool. that's again That gets him respect points from me. His room would probably be like a men in black room. <laughs> He'll have all his like weapons and gadgets. Suit. The same suit. The same black suit, and uh, then like twenty glasses, <laughs> twenty pairs of glasses. <laughs> I, I don't know who I would like to live with. Hmm, that's a tough one. Squall then. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you I'm, can't make a decision, it's just squall. I might as well live by myself. Exactly, Aww. but since you have to live with someone else, it's got to be squall because then you basically would be like living with yourself. Yeah. I guess we could split the rent. That would be cool. But squall, <laughs> squall, what do you want to do? Whatever. Whatever. I don't Squall, care. Can you, could you clean the bathroom? I mean, it's kind of... Sti- whatever. Oh, I'd be so angry. He'd yeah. do it. He'd just be like, whatever. Whatever, whatever. Whatever. Don't give me that attitude, boy. He'd be a grade oh. A student and he'd just be like, whatever. What do you <laughs> want for dinner tonight? Whatever. Whatever. We're going to have we're gonna have hot dogs. Whatever. I think this probably whatever. leads on to the next question. Yeah, I think it really does. Nadia, yeah. Nadia asked, if you could punch any Final Fantasy character in the face, who would it be? <laughs> um, I think I, I want to punch Sedan. Why would you want oh. to punch Sedan? Because he's so energetic and annoying. He's very annoying. He's, he's hilarious. He grabbed Garnett's butt on their way up to the ship. <laughs> <laughs> he's just that obnoxious. Like he thinks he's the best person in the planet on the planet, and he's I didn't. Really not. I didn't like him in Dissidia. He was like, "You can do it! Come on, let's do it!" Yeah, but that's his personality. Uh, not so much. It, it wasn't that blatant in Nine. It was incredibly blatant in Dissidia. Oh dear. What about you guys? I'd, I'd say Kate Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Just knock him out. Just knock them right well, out. And the good thing oh. is that there's an unlimited supply, so if you break one, you can just get another one. It wouldn't work yeah, because yeah. you're not actually hitting him. Because Reeve is the one that's controlling him. You should yeah, but you're hitting Kate Reeve. Sith. You're just not hitting Reeve. It, it would be uh, like yeah. anger management. You're just like... <laughs> yeah, anger management of Kate Sith. I know. Exactly. Just keep punching. How about you, Chloe? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, there are plenty of annoying characters. But plenty. Plenty of annoying characters. <laughs> I mean, I think plenty of people would agree that Vaughn needs a slap around the face. I completely <laughs> agree with you. It's like on that note. Say something relevant. What about Larsa? Ah, him as well. I'll, I'll just <laughs> suck the two of them together or with hope? one fist. Oh, hope. 
I hope. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to give him a nice? I I wouldn't want to punch him. I'd slap him. I would push him off a cliff. I'll give him a swift kick to the nuts. (laughs) We're all just reflecting on hopes. Yeah, Yeah. I was was just thinking then. I'm just. (laughs) I'm just. Envisioning. Imagining. Uh, well, the, it yeah. would also be ironic because of his mum. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, oh, that's awful. <laughs> I'm just imagining you throwing him off a cliff. I think that would be hilarious. Oh my gosh, I'm a terrible person. Um, You'd be like, I hate you. Um, I hate you. Let me go. You'd be like, but you just like flick him on the forehead, and then he'd fall. <laughs> With just butterfinger. <laughs> Butterfingers. Oops. Doink. <laughs> um anyway <laughs> enough about killing characters in brutal ways uh Razgriz asks do you think a new decidia at this time is a good idea seeing as how it will take time to make time that could be spent on verses or a gito i think well. that but looking at the current current the current state of uh decidia duodecim i don't, don't like calling it that and it looks exactly like the first one. Just yeah, it doesn't really look like they're they're putting much effort into the, it. To be honest, it looks more like a like a pseudo sequel, like an expansion mm-hmm. pack. You get like new abilities and new characters, That's which means I it'll be it. a new game, but like they won't spend hardly any time of it on it. And we'll be spending full. Well, it's coming out in spring. Exactly. So, although that is time yeah. they could spend on verses, it's not really that much time. So I think they, I think they have an entirely separate team for it. Yeah, it's the PSP team, and once, well, they could do Agito though. When's Agito coming out? They, no one knows. They oh. have, they, yeah, they haven't said anything about. I it. just always felt like Final Fantasy or uh, blah, blah 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 blah. Dissidia was a game that just should only come out once, and that's it. I well, know, I it think it seemed like that kind sequel... of game to me. A sequel, a sequel would work, but only if they actually add something. Like maybe mm-hmm. if they take the criticisms on board from the first game, give it a good story. story. I, I mean, I don't understand why they're putting on the PSP again. I think yeah. it should be on the PS3. I mean, that would play really, really well. They wouldn't I... have as many limitations. Yeah, and and they wouldn't have to worry about the illegal downloads, which they are very concerned about. I don't really know if they are. I mean, I just, I just have always seen Dissidia as sort of a fan service sort of game where you can get like all of the main characters in a game together, and they can say, "Okay, we've done that now. Now, like everybody that wanted it, you've got your game." Be but quiet. there were tons of characters exactly. that weren't in it that people wanted still. Yeah, but not everybody. Like is Lightning be and ha- Kane. Happy. <laughs> I I mean, and I'm... you can have Cloud Kingdom Hearts. Kate Sif should oh. be in it just so you could smack him around. But I, I feel like. It's going to be redundant since what are the new... Like, there's certainly more heroes that they can use, but what about, like, the enemies? Is there really that many enemies still left that they haven't used yet? Seymour? Cypher, maybe? I mean, there's tons that they could throw, on, throw in and just say it to justify it, right? Genesis. We've got new enemies. Oh, yeah, Genesis would be a huge Genesis one. Genesis would be a huge one. Maybe Hojo. But it just seems like... LeBlanc. Oh, LeBlanc. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but Shu Ying could go in there. You cannot stop the mighty LeBlanc. But then you would have to have Yuna in it, too. I would not be surprised uh, if Yuna was a new character in this. Oh, Yeah, gosh. I think pe- a lot of people were asking. Well, that was why they didn't put Seymour in it, because they felt if they put Seymour in it, they had to put Yuna in. Yeah. But what would she do? Just summon? 
No, well, she, if it was uh, FFX, FFX2. Yeah, I think it might be that, you know. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny, actually. Oh, actually. Seeing Final Fantasy X2, you know, go back and try and beat Seymour. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, look the... what I got now. I got guns. In the first <laughs> game, you could change their costumes. Like, you could change Cloud to Advent Children Cloud. So maybe it might and be this one you can change option. into Kingdom Hearts Cloud. That's if you get the final mix mm. of Birth by Sleep. You get the code for it. Yeah. And lightning can be made to look like Aya from Parasite Eve. Wow. Oh, wait. I, mean, I oh. would just rather they spend time on the other games. I'm yeah, just versus and Aikido. Yeah, this is just another way for them to get an easy buck. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can understand why people want Dissidia, but I just don't think it's for, for the overall good of Final Fantasy, they should spend more time on, like, bigger titles than Dissidia. If they had, sure. like, the extra time, they should put in more effort into the story, because that was a terrible story. It was dire. Okay, well, um, should we move on to the next question? Yes, we should. So this next question is from Fang. Have you guys ever heard of Dead Fantasy? If you have, what do you think of it, and which episode is your favorite? I have seen this so many times. It and is such an so awesome animation. Oh, it's amazing. I think I've only seen the first two, and after that I got a bit bored. I think I've only seen There's the first two. There's five now. I think... Wow. There's five now. I haven't seen the fifth one. I've seen the fourth one. Like, one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. Which one's the oh, fifth one? Wait, what was the fifth one? The latest, the, the latest it... one I saw was Tifa getting her butt whooped by Kasumi from Dead or Alive. Did you see the one with Did you see the one with Yuna? Isn't Yuna in quite a lot of them though? Yeah, Yuna wasn't. Yeah. The There's a new one. At least the second one, isn't she? Maybe yeah. there are only Maybe there are only four. Maybe I'm wrong. Because there's one with um. There's the third one, which I believe is the. Uh, I think it might be the Tifa one. Yeah, there's Tifa, Yuna, and Riku. The third and fourth one there's was the about U- T- Tifa. And there was a Yuna one as well, where yeah. it's Yuna versus um yeah. Universe is a bunch of clones, and that one, I, I know, I, I, I completely like. Oh, um, that that was the one where she changed from Yuna all the time. She changed from Final Fantasy X to Yuna to Final yeah, Fantasy Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I know I diss Yuna all the time, but that one was just the best for me. Like that one was just so cool because she turned into Final Fantasy X Yuna, and all the summons were back. And just seeing Shiva riding uh, Valifor was just so cool. Ah, yeah, that was a good one. You guys gotta watch the other ones, man. They're they're amazing. I just I think after the third one, I just I was like, what? This is not going the anywhere fourth, the anymore. The fourth one was with Tifa and Kasumi, and they were fighting Ip Man, Ip Man style. Have you seen that movie? It's a yeah it's a Hong Kong movie, martial arts movie. It was whoa, like really, really epic. I love the one with Tifa, yeah. Uh, I love that they parody this uh, Sephiroth coming out of the fire in that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Tifa coming out of the fire? Oh, that was so cool. And, like, you see, she gets the... She gets beaten up. Like, she gets the material whacked out of her. Literally knocked out of her. Yeah. Yeah. That is so... Oh, that was so cool. There's so there's so much fan service online, like in different forms. It's difficult to keep up with them all. So I mean, I saw the first yeah. couple of Dead Fancy, and then I just didn't bother to check on any of the newer ones. Yeah, the newer ones are definitely like worth at least a watch. Like they're just they're so good, and they're, he's coming out with more now. And like, 
Renoa being in the in the second one. Oh, Kyrie was in um, it as well. Yeah, Kyrie's going to be in it. Well, I'm just excited for the Renoa one. Is that supposed to be a good thing? No. She's not from Final Fantasy. <laughs> I don't know why she's in it. She's I know. I think that's really random. But I love I love that Renoa is going to be in it. Dead Heart Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Dead Heart Fantasy. <laughs> the next question is from Sire and they say um, so you guys mentions all the time that you do not like the Final Fantasy twelve music. So I was wondering, what do you guys think about the music of Final Fantasy thirteen? Would you like to take the floor? Uh, well, if if Final Fantasy twelve is meh, then Final Fantasy thirteen is meh. I think that about sums <laughs> it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good description. It's, it's not. It's an improvement, but that's not yeah. saying much. I, I thought. The music in twelve was nice. It was good ambient music, like for backdrops and all that. Oh, you see, that's but that's the problem, Colin. Like it was good for the game, but it was good for absolutely. There are nothing no else. masterpieces in twelve. Yeah, None that's true. At all. No. Whereas all the other soundtracks that came before were good in game, and they were also good standalone. Yeah, like it's nothing that's that you true. would see in uh, distant worlds or anything like that. The thing with twelve is that a lot of the tunes were quite reminiscent of tactics, so there was that nostalgic factor alright well kind of but I mean even if you look at the tactics soundtrack there are still pieces on there which were uh, like standalone pieces that you could actually listen to I think the the problem with 12 is that, yeah as you said there was a lot of ambient music it was more like a yeah, film but score but there was there was no there was no one score one score that you could tie you could you could uh, what's the word associate with the game no, nothing really had a melody of any kind it, it was all just sort of really sort of bland all the way through I mean like you were saying there's nothing that you would hear and associate with that any part of the game I think Final Fantasy 13 does that a little bit better there are some parts of the game where you would associate the music with it but sort of in between those moments I um, think the best track that I like from 13 would be the Sunlift Waterscape that that one so far is the best to me the rest are kind of eh I think the problem with 13 is that because there were no sort of towns and um, I, I guess in some ways uh, none of the cutscenes really focused on the characters as much. I mean, in the previous games, you every character had their own theme yeah. and stuff. And, and in this one, the only people... Yeah, that you really, don't get that. Yeah, the only people they really worked with were Lightning and, and exactly. Sarah. I mean, yeah, because they didn't have towns. They couldn't have that, like, that that kind of music that would be associated with something like that. So again... It was kind of incidental music. It was just a bit less ambient because it didn't suit... Like, ambient music wouldn't suit in Farm Fantasy XIII because of the locales and stuff. Yeah. Of which I think there my, weren't a lot. My favourite piece from the whole game is when you finally get to Erba and you, you walk up that hill with all, like, the crystal dust and the music is... I think that track's called Dust to Dust. That's my favourite track of the whole piece because that's, like, the only part of the entire game that I actually felt anything. So that's my favourite piece. Oh, there was one. There's one track that where I felt something, but it wasn't a positive emotion. It was just <laughs> rage, and that was Barthandalus. Oh, Barthandalus. Uh, okay, maybe not the most annoying, just because my party got switched up and I couldn't beat him. And that tune just like kept edging me on. It's like, oh my goodness. Arr. I can probably think of one that you hated more though, because I think most people hated it, and that would be the very end theme song. From Leona Lewis. Oh, oh, that one. I just cho- I just zoned out. I didn't even. 
I didn't even listen to it when it was. In I, I just sort of. I already knew it was going to be there, but I was just like, why, why? Well, the stupid thing is that usually the end theme of Final Fantasy plays uh, like during the credit roll, right? Yeah. And it didn't in this one. It really. I think it ruined. I mean, it. It. Yeah, it just ruins the end cutscene. I mean, if they had Leona Lewis write a song for the game, that would be different. But the thing is, just a song taken out from her album. Well, yeah, and it was also the wasn't it the theme tune for Avatar as well, or something like that. It was it was a theme tune for another <gasps> film around at the time. Wow. It, it's too intrusive. It's really like it's very fast. Out, it's very fast. I would love to see stats on the soundtrack sales. Yeah. <laughs> so next question is from Zedfire, and he asks, "Which is your favorite FF universe?" Do you prefer the medieval worlds like Ivalice and Twelve and Tactics, or like sci-fi worlds like FF Seven and Thirteen and Eight, kind of? I I much prefer the sci-fi worlds. I just like the fact that they're still really traditional, but they have some semblance of technology. Like Seven, seven is, there's guns, but they're still I would using say Seven swords. is a sci-fi world. I mean, so much of it is it not is, sci-fi. Yeah, but then you look at Midgard. That's why it's kind of like pseudo sci-fi. That's why it's I like, like it. Rustic. It's like the same as Eight as well. There's weird technology that you just can't explain, mm-hmm. but at the same time, people are still using swords. Yeah. And like really backwards That's transport. That's actually kind of tr- true with the medieval wars, but because you know you have you're set in this really med- old ancient kind of setting, but you they have technology that seems quite futuristic. I mean, they have airships. They have. Yeah, okay, that's all I got. <laughs> they have airships. That's very futuristic. <laughs> you go into space in cons- 8. Would you consider Final Fantasy X to be more sci-fi or more, like, earthly? That one is interesting. I don't think it's very that, sci-fi. That's the kind of world... Ten's like Ten the weirdest like a, one because there's technology there, but Ten it's is, banned. That's the kind of world I like. Cause Seems it's like very, a modern, it's, it's, modern medieval kind of place. It's a very earthy feel. It's a very, like... People are still living in tribes type thing and still, um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about that kind of world that I really like. It seems very... I think it's like every, every world has some kind of technology in it. I mean, 12 is, is quite backwards, but they still like have huge airships and stuff somehow. Mm-hmm. Somehow. It's always yeah. the airships. Yeah. It's, it's all run by magic. And like, I mean, if you think about like Final Fantasy II, uh, everything's really backwards, and they're all and still living in castles. Airship. But then you have this huge, the huge dreadnought. Or is that Final Fantasy One? I? I think that was one. Okay, that was one. The one that always, everyone always compares to Star <laughs> Wars. Um, I thought they compared Twelve to Star Wars. Everyone compares everything to Star Wars. Well, I guess it's kind of like the steampunk feel, but without the steampunk. It's like it's. Nine- Nine, they have FF9 futuristic. Was steampunk. That was pretty steampunk. It's like because everything was running on mist and steam. Yeah, exactly. That was the basis of the, of the world. But then, but then that also had the technology because it had the alien planet with Garland yeah. and his crazy it's a, it's spaceship. Not necessarily FF wars are, are split between the two. It's kind of like a mix, a blend of mm-hmm. both. Which is why I love Final Fantasy X's world a lot more than any others. I love X. I think I yeah. But then they still but 10 had the machina. Mm-hmm. But it was like sort of like how in our world we have like like these pyramids and like all of the Machu Picchu temples and stuff like that that are like from past mm-hmm. civilizations that are sort of just like reminders of who came before us. Yeah. They kind of have that in 7. 
Not really. Not as much Seven. as ten. They have the they have the the, the forgotten temple. Oh yeah, right, temple one, of the ancients. One temple. Hmm. And would I? Maybe <laughs> it's also because they were so spiritual in that world, in that they just. I mean, even though what they were believing in was wrong, <laughs> like still they still had that uh, spiritual vibe where they were kind of one with one with the earth type thing. I mean, in some ways, 8 was kind of like that as well, because they had the gardens, but no one actually knew what they were capable of, and Esther was like the really, really technologically civilized place where they sealed yeah. themselves off from everything. But yeah. they were still more... They, I still consider them a lot more high-tech than than 10 was. You know? Ten, the thing was with 10 is that you mm. started off in Spira, and that seems like the really modern place, then, and then you like, get thrown back a thousand... I mean, 10, like, could you see anything else having, like, Blitzball? I mean, that's pretty high-tech. It is. Well, I was kind of saying that they, they combine the two, but it's just still, like... It feels very traditional. Are. Yeah, it yeah. feels traditional. And they had Vegna Gun. Oh, Vegna Gun. That's in Final Fantasy X2. Hey, but it was built during the time of 10. Mm. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Daryl. Yeah. I just had to bring like... up Vagna Gun. And they had, they had spheres as well, which could, were like video cameras. I like the world but of 10, but that... it wasn't thematically the strongest, I don't think, in that sense. I mean, something like nine, you can't really fault it for. It's like steampunk. Also, the Cloister of Trials. How high tech is that? Well, that's like saying Indiana Jones is high tech. Well, I don't think the Cloister of Trials is really something that Indiana Jones would encounter. I'm saying it's it a similar concept. The two. I'm saying it can. Well, if you consider the world of Spira was, it was all originally like how it is in Xanarkin. Well, they most were techn- of it was. Xanarkin was the most... Advanced, but they were hit by sin. Xanarkin was the most technologically advanced, but the other areas were still... Uh, were still a part of that, but then sin came and destroyed it all, so now it's just kind of like the aftermath of the world where they had to rebuild using regular... Uh, regular things that they could find instead of using huge technology and stuff like that in order to re- in order to rebuild and in order to live and I think that's what I like about it is that it's kind of like you know they don't necessarily they have the huge technology but they don't really need it well I guess 7 in some ways is the same as that because everywhere other than Midgar is just really low tech mm-hmm. I mean like the whole thing about Rocket Town is that Somehow that is amazingly high tech. But then tech. you go somewhere like Goldenrod, and that has like tubes Gold everywhere. Or Golden Saucer, that's yeah. it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Goldenrod. I'm thinking Pokemon, sorry. And then you go somewhere like uh, Medeal. Yeah, I guess. It just didn't have a pretty sunset like Final Fantasy X did. <laughs> Final Fantasy X had a sunset. Okay, well, I, I think that pretty much rounds out all the questions we've got time for. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's, are you sure that's all the questions we have? <laughs> it's been a very long yeah, show. Yeah, it's an hour. And <laughs> t- oh God. I, I think we should congratulate everybody that's still listening to us yes. talking. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. <laughs> well, everyone was complaining about the fact that podcasts aren't as long anymore. Now they are. Now you have a super-sized long episode. Yes. Huzzah. So there we go. <laughs> right. So. Since this has been a question episode, I would like to remind people that they can still ask questions if they wish to. And they can do so on the gaminguniant.net forums. 
you have to sign up, but uh, it's pretty easy to find it. Just go to the podcast forum and there's a questions thread right there. You can also ask questions on Colin. FF-XIII.net we, we are going to have a music segment for this show and it's from the newly released album on OC Remix it's called The Fabled Warriors. The original song is The Ancient Library from Final Fantasy V and the arrangement title is In the Shadows, Theme of Thief and it's by Another Soundscape. Next Tuesday's episode on this feed will be Kingdom Hearts Union and the next episode of Final Fantasy will be on October the 15th. You can subscribe to the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union feed on iTunes. Just search for Final Fantasy, we are number one. And of course you can check out all the latest Final Fantasy coverage on FinalFantasyUnion.com. So, everyone, have you enjoyed ask, answering all the questions? That was fun. Mm-hmm. Excellent. There's been some good ones. I did enjoy that. You know, you know what, people, next time ask about the peaches. Don't ask about the peaches. <laughs> I think, Colin, it's time for you to say goodbye. Alright. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. See you later. I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a TweaksMuse.com and FunFantasyUnion.com production. <laughs> <laughs>